Welcome back to Unqualified Sports. We're back with the basket with our own uh unqualified sports basketball expert, Rashad McGinnis. How you doing, man? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. How's it going, my man? I'm doing good, man. I'm doing good. Uh, it's a great little Sunday, bro. Got able was able to relax. Went to a little fair out this way. Uh, so I mean, I'm 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 feeling pretty good, bro. I'm feeling pretty good, bro. Sound, you sound pretty recharged right now, man. I I, I feel I might not sound as recharged as I need to be, but uh, I'm feeling better. <laughs> I tell you that much, man. Uh, but look, man. I know the last time we spoke. We spoke, we was, you know, still kind of into the midst of the first round of the playoffs. So I kind of want to yep. do a little recap of that. Because, um, I mean, these playoffs have been entertaining, to say the least. Uh, so anything in the first round that surprised you? Um, Utah. Utah surprised me in the first round. I, even though I did think, I predicted them to beat OKC. Still seeing it, you know, was Still kind of shocking. Yeah. The fashion that it happened there, you know. Yeah, I, I totally agree with that. Um, Donovan Mitchell, uh, <laughs> he, you know, I, I I listen to a lot of different podcasts. I li- I was listening to like uh, Bomani Jones. I don't know if you're familiar with Bomani Jones, but yeah, uh, that's yeah, I, that's a, that dude. That dude, he speaks so so well, and he has such a great opinion about things at times. But anyway, uh. You know, he was saying that, you know, we, we love volume shooters when they're young. But as they get older, we hate them. But I mm-hmm. notice he's a great learner. Like, he knows how to adjust. He's very coachable. Like, I think people kind of slept on the fact that maybe he should have probably won Rookie of the Year. if Even though that award hasn't been placed yet. But, you know, yeah. it's kind of clear that they're going to probably put Simmons. But it seems like he's the better player. Yeah, um. This playoff, he's definitely been better. He's been a lot more consistent than, than Simmons has been. Definitely. Definitely. That is absolutely true. So, so with that with that uh, series being over and that kind of being a little shocker, um, to kind of touch on the, the losers of that series, Melo, Westbrook, Paul George. Who stays? Who goes? Uh, I'm going to ask you another question after that. <laughs> I'm I'm starting to think uh, Carmelo is uh, very closely related to, like, leukemia or something. He's, he's very cancerous to teams. Uh, I, because, and I mean, I, don't get me wrong, bro, and I'm going to be honest, bro. I, I have to be honest, and I'm going to admit this, too, in the midst of me saying this. I listen to, if you get a chance, bro, if you haven't already, Listen to the Kevin Durant, Bill Simmons, uh, the Bill Simmons interviewing Kevin Durant on his podcast. Mm-hmm. I have a newfound respect for Kevin Durant. I'm be honest, you know, I, I know, I know, I've had, you know, I know you heard that I've had, you know, my feelings about Kevin Durant, but I, I do have a different respect for him that I had before okay. that interview. But it's a great interview if you can go check it out. Uh, but definitely will be going to check that out after the show. Yeah, but with Melo. Um, him saying that he not coming off the bench, it's like not an option. At this point in his career, I don't know why he feels the need to express himself that way. Like, I don't know. I don't know. Maybe I think self-awareness is a big thing. And I think that he doesn't have a lot of self-awareness. Closely compared throughout the earliest stages of their career, and I go out on the 
say I was one of the people that thought Carmelo was going to be better than LeBron in the beginning, of course. Mm. That was many, many moons ago. But I think as LeBron's career steady climbs, I think it eats away at Melo sometimes as well. You know, and I think it kills him that he hasn't had anywhere close to the type of career that LeBron has had. Yeah. Like, and I mean, we could down there do a whole show on just Melo because, bruh, I'm talking about me, <laughs> me and Sheeden had some long conversation about Melo, and I done gotten some arguments with people about Melo, bruh. So, me saying that, I'm just going to move on, bruh, because I've been, <laughs> I'm telling you, I got, I got some words for Melo, bruh. But, we had we had a, we had a conversation out there. <laughs> yeah, definitely, bruh, definitely, definitely, bruh. But, uh, the Rockets and the Timberwolves, bruh, um, what you thought about that series? You know, how, how did you feel about that one? Um, Definitely thought it was going to be more competitive than what it was. I expected the Rockets to win. They had a better team overall. Mm-hmm. I think by Minnesota just really getting that team together, they needed a little while to gel and a little more experience for uh, Carl Anthony Donalds. I mean, Carl Anthony Towns. Mm-hmm. But, um, you know, I really think that James Harden, it showed that a elite perimeter defender like Jimmy Butler can't really slow him down. He can slow himself down, but I don't think anyone can. Anyone one on one can can slow you slow him down. I don't think. I kind of I kind of agree with that. I've heard. Uh, I listened to something uh, that Scottie Pippen. They they did a thing on a jump with Scottie Pippen, and they were saying, and Scottie Pippen was basically saying, you just got to get up in him. You can't allow him to to get his dribble, you know, get comfortable and lull you to sleep. You got to, you know, pressure him and stuff, which I think if you Scottie Pippen, then that's easy for you. You know, like. like exactly. Like, You're all good. Yeah. Everybody yeah. not Scottie Pippen. So, I mean, and that's and that's, that's to give respect to Scottie and to, to James Harden. But I also think that um, it maybe showed a chink in the armor a little bit of the Houston Rockets. That they they might be they might not be as good as they were projected to be um, in that first series. Don't get me wrong, you know a lot of people talk about the West and how tough it is. I think the I think the league itself is just tough in general now. I, yeah, both sides. I wouldn't say it's completely even, but I mean in both yeah. in both uh, conferences you had races to basically get into the playoffs real close uh you know team records and stuff like that so but either way uh i think they might expose them a little bit I, I guess we'll see um in this next round which we'll get into in a little bit but you know that's something to definitely discuss uh what about the wizards and the raptors did you think that series should have went to six um and before i even touch that to agree to kind of piggyback off what you said about the parody by being so much parity in the league right now. Mm-hmm. You in the first round on both sides in the West and the East, they had close series from low seed playing the top seeds pretty well, you know. Right. All across the board. I mean, nobody expected Indiana to take the defending Eastern Conference champion to seven games. You know what I'm saying? Not at all. So so uh I agree with that as far as the parity in the NBA right now as a whole. But to touch on um the Wizards. I mean, I know last year we talked about kind of blowing this thing up. I'm not sure they hit the panic button just yet, but I do think that that core was not that that Bill Wall and Porter core they have. I don't think that's going to get it done. Well. John Wall say basically something got to something got to change. Some people got to just do their damn job or some some kind of way he worded it. Yeah. I, I'm paraphrasing yeah. it. Um, uh-huh. They got you know what he said something like they got 14 other players on the team, and I can't be the only one doing my job. And we kind of know he wasn't talking about Bill. We kinda, yeah, it's understood, right? Yeah, yeah. we kind of know he was talking about probably one person in particular, Gortat. Yeah, yeah. I think he gone. Yeah, I think he's out of here. I think he's gone. He need to be gone, though. He he not he not contributing for the way they, they play. I, I don't know what they need, per se. 
Who would they need? Like, I, that's a good question. I haven't even think about this. Who would the Who would the Wizards need to kind of put them as a Eastern Conference contender? Like, who would um, they need? First, getting rid of that Gortat Gortat contract is not going to be easy, too. By the way, I mean, other teams are looking at. I don't think they want to pay that for Gortat, but they would need. Jesus, oh, um, it's definitely a big. They definitely need a big. Yeah, he got, he got to be a, a two-way type player. He has to be a two-way type player. Someone who can protect the rim and someone who can actually contribute on the offense there. Uh, hard to pinpoint a specific player, especially <laughs> a player that's going to be available. I'm trying not to go too high, you know, too high on a superstar or all-star chart. But... I don't know, man. They might not need to go get Chris Bosh out of retirement, bro. <laughs> and, just pray he, and just pray that he survived for the for the year, bro. You know, because I that's don't know what. Guy, that's the type of guy they need, though. You ready, right? They need that type of guy. I mean, I, I, Chris Bosh. I, I don't. I, you right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he definitely got to grow some dreads back or something. So it would be effective. Uh... <laughs> but, uh. Man, uh, well, we, we'll see what happens with that. I think that's going to be interesting in the offseason, what they're going to do. Um. The 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 Spurs and the and the the Warriors really wasn't ain't too much to talk about with that. I mean that was a gentleman sweep. Um, they had a the Spurs clearly got a lot of a lot of stuff going. Matter of fact, we can speak on some of the stuff they got going on. Uh, Kawhi Leonard is saying that his doctor saying that something else is wrong with him outside of what the Spurs doctors are saying, and that's why. He's kind of up and off with what's with what's going on. That's why he kind of felt uncomfortable because, you know, he's still having pain in certain places. Spurs clearing him. His doctor saying, "Well, it could be. It might not be that. It might be this." Like, what you think about this whole situation? It's really messy, right? I heard San Antonio with that situation. That, I mean, you got two different doctors giving two different opinions, and. I mean, the easy thing would do to be to seek a third, a third party, get a third party involved and see what the evaluation is. But, I mean, still in all, it's, it's going to come down to how Kawhi feels mentally. I don't know if some people are saying he's checked out the San Antonio mentally. That's what people from his camp are saying. And they had rumors in the Spurs organization that people from his camp are trying to get Kawhi to a bigger market, a la uh, New York or L.A. or somewhere like that. Mm-hmm. Now, I don't know what exactly is the truth on that matter, but I think it's something that only the Kawhi, Kawhi and the Spurs themselves need to sit down and, and have a talk about. Yeah. Um, I, at first, I, I must say, and this is why, and I, and I got I to gotta give uh, Sheed his credit with this. She was like, man, if the man hurt, he hurt. And if he feel like he shouldn't play, he shouldn't play. And I'm like, Man, he ain't hurt. He been cleared. This <laughs> is so I'm like, right, he exactly. need to play. You know what I'm saying? So forgive yeah. me the Kawhi letter that. And I got to give Sheed his credit with that because his doctor's telling him he could still potentially be hurting this. He could take a risk. So I will say that. I think in order for him to play there again, and I've heard that uh, Manu might have played his last game. So that's one of the things that I know would have to be gone is Manu Ginobili. But not only that, but Tony Parker actually is trying to get out from the Spurs. He's trying to go somewhere else. Um, and still play and continue to play? Yeah. Uh, they said with the with Pop starting the other guy, Murray, that uh, Tony Parker wants to have a, a more prominent role somewhere else. That's the rumors. I'm, I'm not sure how true that is. But he has to be gone because both of them said he not hurt, basically. He he bull. He, you know, he bullshit. And he, he, he just don't want to play, basically. You know, they didn't say it like that. They said right. it in a very respectful way, but they basically yeah. said he – he should be with the team. I don't know what's going on with him. We we don't have basically we don't do things like this, so we don't know what he's doing. You know, so it's like, eh, okay, y'all gotta go. Y'all supposed to be his partner, and y'all ain't even backing him in. You know what I'm saying? And y'all players, like y'all not y'all not like like high management. Y'all players, you know. Like, right. If anything, you will understand where the man coming from, and you, I don't know. I, I I don't know. Best of luck to Kawhi, man. He can come on over to Cleveland any day. Uh, you know, well, he could join up with. Le- well, I'm gonna say it like this. No, 
He could join up with LeBron wherever he want to, bro. Wherever he want to. You know, if that's the Lakers, kudos. I'm pat my purple and gold on. But uh, <laughs> but uh, uh, the, the pair. I think I I I think the Pels and the Blazers were still playing when we uh <laughs> when we when we last recorded. Man. Like Man. I think. Man, yeah, because you gave you gave me the the ridiculous Damian Lillard Drew Holiday stat the last time. We oh were. yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I don't think I think I think your reaction and the way that I barely could say anything. I think that's probably enough to say about that series. Um, <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. the Celtics and the Bucks yeah. went to seven. Now, uh. That was a good series, bro. Like that's probably the most entertaining first round series I think out of all of them. Best, best one. Yeah, best one. I mean, you know, maybe Cleveland, Indiana, but Boston and Milwaukee. That was a good series. I think. uh, I I think the Bucks. Well, what you think about the Bucks, man? Before I even speak my mind on it, what you think about what you think gonna happen over there? Um, I think Eric Bledsoe. No get into that later i think the bucks i mean i think what it's gonna boil down to i think when we reflect on this playoffs and i'm jumping ahead a little bit but i think when we when we reflect on these on these playoffs and we look at the boston celtics we will all be saying god damn brad stevens is a master of mine i think that's what everybody gonna be like just do the hell of a coach uh and i mean you know to to the to the credit of the other coach he is an interim coach. He got kind of thrown into this position, and he took him to seven. He took a he took a, a number two seed to seven, even though they were thought to to win with the talent. Um, he's clearly not the same status of coach as Brad Stevens, um, and really and truly, who is the same status of coach as Brad Stevens at this point in the NBA? When you really look at what he's doing with what he has, it's. It's hard to really even sit up here and try to compare that dude. I don't even know, honestly, and forgive me, I don't even know the coach's name of the Bucks. So, um, oh, the, uh, it's the interim coach. Yes, man. Look, I don't don't make me tell a lie on the podcast. Okay, so there we go. So, I mean, that kind of says that speaks a lot, and I don't mean no disrespect to him or anything. It's just he he just was out he was outmatched mentally. He he, it's nothing he was gonna be able to do. Um, now, to me, this series, this next one that I'm about to uh, bring up uh, with the Sixers and and Miami, uh, it seemed to be pretty interesting. Um, it kind of gave us this big buzz about the Sixers. Um, what yeah. you thought about that, like that series in general? The Sixers looked ready. I think it was a good series though for both sides. Um, Miami right now lacks a star player. I mean, they have a falling star, uh, aging star. Yeah. But you know, but you know, Sixers have two guys that's on the up and up. Like two guys that can really take over a game. Well, one one guy that can really take over a game, and another guy that's really good all around player. And they have real good role players. From Covington to Reddick to um, Sharik and Bellinelli even coming. I didn't even know Marco Bellinelli was still in the league until the playoffs. Yeah. And he comes off the bench just doing, doing his job, you know, getting it done. And the Sixers were a lot deeper than Miami was. Yeah. And that's what showed. Do you think it's uh, D-Wade's last year? Um, man, D-Wade, I thought it was his last year. But this playoff... He did not look bad. No. D-Wade didn't look bad this playoffs at all. And I think he can come back. 
I don't know if he will come back, but I think he's good enough to still be productive in the league. I don't I don't think, you know, that time has passed him up and he's a liability or anything like that. I think he looks better than Carmelo Anthony. But that's been his whole career right. technically. So <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, all right, so we're going we gonna to use this next series to end up getting into the second round. But before we go into the second round, Cavs Pacers, you you, you mentioned it a couple of times throughout this uh, first little segment. Um, what you think with that? Like, what, how you felt about that series? Not, not, to, uh, not to interrupt, did, did Chris Barnes have a better career than Carmelo Anthony? Uh, Achievement-wise, possibly. <laughs> Oh, that's a, oh, that, is, that is a really good question. I know, we'll get to that. We'll get to that. Yeah, we'll you're right, you're right, you're right. Well, um, you were saying, you were saying about... The Pacers um, and the Cavs. Uh, exciting. Dynamite. Love the series. I think both teams really pushed each other. And I think more so, people thought Cleveland just wasn't Cleveland, but I think the Pacers just was a great matchup for Cleveland. As, as we'll, we'll get to later in about the second round, Cleveland still looks like Cleveland, but the Pacers really just gave them trouble. That matchup was just a bad matchup for Cleveland, but they found a way to get it done, which nine times out of ten, when, when it's the even level player-wise, you got a superstar that, that typically puts you over the top, which, yeah. is, which is what we saw. It did, it did kind of tip the balance of that series. Yeah. Uh, not to not to be a the LeBron fan that I am, but I mean he ended up he ended up not, like just just as a basketball fan he really just he and I, I was always me and she'd always talk about it. I say man it's just I say are the Pacers really that bad because it's really five on one or uh, is LeBron really just that good because it's five on one like I was like I don't know how to really judge it and honestly and this is gonna be my segue honestly. I thought that they couldn't do nothing in the second round, but they up three oh <laughs> on the Raptors as we currently speak right now. So I'm trying to figure out. I'm trying to figure out like, like I, I'm. I've been trying to think of like some type of comparison for this in sport. I don't know if this like, and I hate to be a, I hate to be another fan thing. Is this like the Cowboys, Buffalo Bills type thing? Like, what is this? Yeah. Because it's like, what the hell is going on? Why can't y'all, like, y'all got a better team than the Cavs? What the hell going on? Throw the whole team away at this point. Just get, just get rid of them all. I'm so sick of Toronto. It's the most frustrating thing to watch. How, how easily they cruise through the regular season and all throughout the regular season, they make it a point to tell you that this year is different and this is the year we finally get over the hump and playoff time comes. Although, I will say, Kyle Lowry is not to blame for this collapse. That's what I was doing. But, man, come on. Down 3 Go ahead. I'm going to let you finish. I'm going to let you finish before I speak on Kyle Lowry. I'm going to let you finish. Your first two games was at home and you lose them both. The second one, you just got shellacked. I don't even know where to begin. And in the third game, the Rosen gets benched. He doesn't even play in the fourth quarter. Yeah, the last 14 oh minutes of the game, he didn't play. Oh, my God. And I'm a, and, Bro, nah, nah, I'm and this, this, and this is with all sensitivity towards this topic, because I actually watched a special on this topic this morning about another basketball player. But like with the mental health issues and and depression and different things like that, and you know it's a confidence thing. Uh, it's a it's it's clearly a, some type of mental thing that that the Cavs or LeBron, I guess, more so has on the on the Raptors, right? So. Why would you not play this man? Don't get me wrong. I understand they, they got back in the game, and oh, I hate to get this admittance, but Kyle Lowry actually stepped up in this game. Uh, only in this game, I would say that, because he only made one play in the last two fourth quarters. So I will say he stepped up in this game. Uh, but 
uh, where the last two fourth quarters meet in the first and the second game. Uh, but I don't know how this man going to recover mentally from this DeRozan because if you've seen him after the game when they was interviewing him, and I know it's like I say, it's not to make fun of or anything like that with mental health issues or anything. It's just like he his mental – you can see it on his face that he was very distraught from what happened, what had just taken place. Him not yeah. being able to help that team in that fourth quarter with the last 14 minutes just was probably just as mind-boggling to him as it was people watching the game. Like, I even yeah. asked it myself, like, the Rosen haven't touched the floor in the fourth? What? Yeah. What are you doing? So. That's crazy. But that know. that also shows you there's levels, though. Yeah. That DeRozan is not the type of... Because no matter... I don't care if LeBron's 0 for 48. No one's benching him for the last 14 minutes of a ball game in the playoffs with basically your season on the line. That just shows you there's different there's different type of levels. That doesn't happen to the Anthony Davises and, you know, the Kevin Durant stuff. It just doesn't happen. Well... I will say that now you got to remember. We got to remember though, it's it's been some playoff games where Steve Curry set Steph Curry down, and and let and let the rest of the team play at certain times, but not the whole fourth quarter. Like, not gonna happen yeah, the whole I mean. fourth quarter. Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah, that's what I mean. Like, the whole fourteen minutes. Is is it is it okay? So I guess this kind of this kind of opens up another discussion in a sense. Is it more of the coach? saying, no, you can't play? Or is it more of the player not being assertive enough to say, coach, put me back in the game? Or, that's true. Um, that's you know. true. It could be either. Or I didn't, you know, I, I couldn't tell what the dialogue was or what the rules and reaction was. I don't know if you heard anything about that. Did, did he say, did he try to get back in the game? Or? Well, I know he was asked after the game what, you know, what was his uh, – Basically, you know, why he didn't get back in the game, he said, well, you got to ask the coach about that. I would want to think oh. as the leader of the team, he at least tried to get back. I, I can't see him his because he was like, man, I'm a competitor. I hate to see my team lose like this, you know. And he basically, he was confused on why he didn't get back in the game. And I don't want to think that he just was like okay with that. When, I, when LeBron made that shot, which was a great shot, when he made that shot, um, which that's funny that we that all right. So the Rosen, I, like I said, man, I don't know if if um if you know he tried to be assertive to get back in the game. I'm not a hundred percent sure, but um I know he was devastated, man. And I think that mental. I think I, I honestly think they're gonna get swept, man. I think they're yeah, gonna get swept because they got heart problems over there, bro. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, they do. They do. <laughs> now, Dwayne Casey, you know, they're saying how, you know, some people saying it's, it's it's crazy that they saying he might lose his job. And then you got some people saying he should be gone. Um, Hell, even on the Kevin Durant interview I was telling you about, they saying that they changed up the way they played because if they didn't, Dwayne Casey was gone. But to me, honestly, you can't get beat by the Cavs all this time, especially if you favored it, and then you still get whooped like this. It's gonna be like yeah, how Atlanta yeah. was, man. Like remember when Atlanta had that number one team, and then after they, last year, year before last. that, that might have was when LeBron was in Miami. I think wasn't that when he was in Miami? When um when Kyle Corbin then was Atlanta over? was the number one seed. Yeah. And they yeah, had they had, had T. Like yeah, they had T. They had uh Corver. They had your boy. Millsap, and they and they oh, lost that series oh, to LeBron. Yeah, oh. yeah, yeah, and that team split yeah. up quick. <laughs> yeah, they blew that up quick. Millsap was gone. Corbin was gone. Corbin, all those guys. All of them. All of them play on different teams. That team was gone quick. They were the yeah, number one. Yep, Teague too. They they was they was so great defensively, and they was e- so efficient offensively, and. You know, we don't know if they maybe could take down LeBron, and then bam, LeBron happened, bro. I don't know, bro. I I don't know. I think LeBron toe, uh, king of the north. Man, I heard so much. Look, I heard so much. 
heard so much stuff, bro. LeBron, Bron's playing. I mean, the the memes of Drake, bro. I mean, I was getting ready to say that Drake gonna have to put LeBron on his intro. It's I'm sorry. <laughs> no. I don't bro, know what Drake gonna do, bro. He talked too much trash. <laughs> just, just real quick, bro. Speaking on Drake and uh <laughs> and him and Kendrick Perkins, bro. Like, what was that, dog? <laughs> He told me just like it says. Right? He liked the hymn. Yeah, he liked the <laughs> <laughs> Like, like, man. I ain't know. I was like, what the hell, bro? You really, like, Kendrick, or, you know, Kendrick Perkins always just look like that daddy that nobody played with. Like, he just always look like that person daddy that nobody ever played with. Like, man, don't say that. You know how his daddy is, bro. You know, like, he that, he that type of daddy. Look like, that's what he looked like. So, I don't know why he said anything to that man, bro. I don't know why he did that. Drake was like, Drake told him to come outside. I don't think I don't know if Drake really wanted that smoke, but I mean, come outside. But do you? I mean, when you think about it, like, does Kendrick Perkins maybe want that smoke? Like, and the only reason I say that, bro, and it may, and this this funny, bro, but this make me go back. And I can't find this to save my life. If I find it, I'm posting it. When Drake got in that beef with Chris Brown, I know this kind of this way off topic, right? But Drake got in the beef with mm. Chris Brown. And you know, it had the whole bottle throwing. Tony Parker was involved. Yeah, the yeah. They had a commercial on MTV Jams where Birdman, they interviewed Birdman. And he talked about this Drake beef. And he said... Drake like family. And I don't get me wrong, we got a whole different view of Birdman, Birdman from now to from then to now, right? But yeah. Birdman basically was on some shit like that's family. You play with family. We ain't trying to live them that life, but we didn't live that life, so don't play with us. You know what I'm saying? Like Yeah. Yeah, it's a family. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so it's like does Kendrick Perkins really <laughs> either way, we can we we can move forward. <laughs> Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, okay. 76ers, that, that that <laughs> 76ers, Celtics. What's going on, bro? Oh, man, this, this is a perfect example of the unpredictability of these NBA playoffs, man. I would have never thought Boston would still be They look better this round than they did last round. I, I, got, good, man. I got a I got a hot take. I'm gonna just let you finish, but I got a oh, I got a real hot take. This is since you brought that up. I'm gonna ask a question about Jalen Brown. Does Jalen Brown remind you of like the cooler version of maybe a Kawhi Leonard? He still got scalp braids. I don't know when that's coming back. I don't know if he's trying to keep it that way until it comes back. And then he got like the Iverson scalp braids, meaning they never grow no longer than whatever it is. Like, what the hell is that? Like, Iverson had never grew. Yeah, like, it's just ridiculous. But uh, I personally think now we talked about the Celtics. Um, uh, Jason Tatum, he a grown ass man. Mm-hmm. He a grown ass yeah, man. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Terry Rozier, if they don't keep him, he getting paid. Uh, yeah. One of my hot takes with the Celtics, though, 
which I don't know if it's even a hot take. I don't even know if it's something that is even a surprise to anybody. I said it to my frat brothers last night, but with a healthy team, they win in the championship next year, the Celtics. I don't see nobody beating them. With a healthy team and that coach, Warriors watch out. Warriors watch out. I mean, I'm not even in putting LeBron into the mix of this. What he going to do? What he going to do? If you just look at the start lineup, let, let me just spread the start lineup out. Kyrie Irving, uh, J- Jalen Brown, Gordon Hayward, Jason Tatum, Al Horford. If you start just those five, now you might have your boy come off the bench. You might start somebody else at the four. I don't know who, but your boy six ten. Uh, Tatum six ten. He can he can bang and he can pull you out to the three point line. I, mean, I like that lineup. I like that lineup. I like that lineup a lot. I like that lineup a lot. Goddamn. I I don't know nobody that's gonna beat them dudes, bro. I mean, I understand Kevin Durant is great. I understand Steph Curry is great. But the difference between Steph Curry, it was a, not not Steph Curry, not Kevin Durant, because clearly they are like still top five players in the in the world. Uh, you know, wherever you want to place yeah. them at, they both probably in the top five. I, I would say. Um, yeah. That defense, Kyrie Irving is very real. <laughs> Brad Stevens. Yeah, and and that's one of the reasons I respect Kevin Durant because he was like. I mean, you under, he, he told he told Bill Stevens, he said, do you understand how hard it is to guard Kyrie Irving? He said, do you understand how good of a player Kyrie Irving is? He said, he's a king. He's a king on the court. And I'm talking about, he said, I'm a, he said, I'm a huge Kyrie Irving fan. He even picked, they said they about to start three-on-three basketball in the, uh, in, the, in the Olympics. He said, who would you pick? He said, I'll pick Kyrie Irving. And then he kind of hesitated. And he picked, he said, oh, maybe I'll pick LeBron. He picked Kyrie Irving first. It just, that's, that's mad respect. That's mad respect. But that's one thing. The Celtics, like I said, I personally think they could win the championship. next If they healthy, if they are healthy. Because one thing people not talking about, bro, and they just start talking about him after this game, Al Horford could still play. Yeah, he can. Yeah, he can. He's really good. Yeah, he he deserved to be an yeah, all-star. He he's proven that he's an all-star player. He yeah, stepped yeah. up. He like, he's good. Very underrated. Don't oh, bro. One of those guys that do all the little things, but when you need him to do a star level thing, he can do it. Right. So he'll take a back seat. He'll take a back seat for other guys. Like that's what he did with Kyrie, and I mean that's what he did a lot of a lot of his career. Right. And but he, I mean, you know, Charles Barkley calling my well. Al Hoffa got to uh, gotta give up. He got to score at least 20, 25 points when he, and what he did. 25 points, yeah. 25 points. Like, I'm going to do what it takes for my team to win. And the coach, and he even said it himself. Yeah. He said, Brad Stevens called a play, and I'm looking like, I don't know how this is going to work. And we go out there, and it worked. <laughs> like, basically. <you> know? <laughs> <laughs> I'm so glad I praised that guy the last time I was on. My first time on uh the I'm glad I've, I've talked about how great of a coach Brad Stevens is. making me look real good right now. Man, he's amazing. But to switch to the other side, right? Mm-hmm. The Sixers. What's going <sighs> on? What's up with that? Like, is this Man. just a clear case of inexperience or is this like coaching or what? I th- I'm going to go with inexperience just because I don't want to crucify the coach yet since this is the first time. In this situation, but man, Ben, Ben Simmons, hello, knock knock, Ben Simmons, the APB out for you. Hmm. We we need you to show up. You played a little better in Game Three. You played a little better, but that Game Two performance, not gonna get it done. Not gonna get it done. And B, I mean, you're being in B. I can't really crucify you too much. And they're loading up to stop and be too. So. Coaching. You know. Yeah. Coaching. Yeah. So, I'm going to say this. I think inexperience is playing, clearly playing a role in it. Um, a yeah. lot of these high-pressure situations, they, they kind of 
you can see the nervousness of it of it uh the the yeah. the, the lack of patience you know mm-hmm. one thing um that i think was pushing lebron through these this eastern conference playoffs because he clearly doesn't have the best team doesn't have the best coach team doesn't have the best uh chemistry wise team uh but as you can see they kind of gelling but it's on the strength of a lot of the players on the team have do have that patience. Like, okay, we can get through this. We can battle through this. We know how to kind of pace ourselves and bring ourselves back. They don't necessarily know that. But I will say this. His name is Brent or Brett Brown. That's the coach. The coach's name is Brett Brown? Brett. Brett Brown. Yep. Okay. He's not doing a good job right now. No. He's not. He should have called a timeout to stop that bleeding in that second game. They would have never came back yep. like that. And the plays that they got to execute, like uh, Stephen A. said, you have J.J. Reddick, your best shooter, taking the ball out on a play where you need a shooter. I don't, uh, I'm trying to uh, pass the ball. Something they had. I forgot how he said it. I think he was passing the ball. He the one turn the ball over late in the game. I, it just was a lot of things. I just was like, I don't get it. But I'm going to say this. And and when I say and Brad. Don't trust me, bro. I'm not saying stuff just to get people uh, attention. This is what I think. This is honestly what I think. I'm not just saying it. People, you can call me on it later. I think Ben Simmons is a little overrated. Yeah, I'm definitely gonna call you on it later. Uh, you can call me on it later. I think. I mean, at this point, at this point, I think he's a little overrated. Now, I'm not saying he's not gonna be a great player, but you know, like. I like to believe that when you got it, you got it. And I like to believe when you're a winner, you're a winner, right? And so I, I think that Ben Simmons, I don't I don't know of his winning history. Like, he got to figure that part out because it's not necessarily that, you know, like you say, he got an APP out for him and stuff. I think more it's like you never really knew how to win. You never was really a winner. You was just great. You wasn't necessarily a great winner. Like you got some people like your Donovan Mitchells of the world who they might not have won in college, but they made a difference to where it was like, bam, you gonna see me. I'm trying to win. Yeah, I'm trying to win. Like Ben Simmons, like I don't know. I think he's a little overrated, bro. Two things. I'm not going to touch that overrated. <laughs> <laughs> but I do think um, Ben Simmons needs a jump shot immediately. Um, and that'll open, up his, that'll open up his game because people are just sagging off from taking away his passing lane. So you're taking away one of his strongest attributes. Right. And, and, and he doesn't have the mind frame. That's the second thing. The mind, he mentally, he's not there yet. Right. He doesn't have the mind frame to dominate a game. LeBron didn't always have that, too. That, was, that used to be my biggest problem with LeBron, actually. Mentally, he just didn't understand how to dominate. Right. So that's what Ben Simmons is. right? And and that mindset goes along with also being a winner as well. Uh, I can't remember Ben Simmons. I mean, I'm sure he won in high school. I think he – yeah, I know he won in high school. As a matter of fact, I think he went to Monta Verde. In Florida, I think his teammates were D'Angelo Russell, as a matter of fact. Mm. D'Angelo Russell, former Laker. Yeah, they played together in Florida in high school, and they won. But, I mean, Ben Simmons needs a better understanding of the game. Mentally, he has to go. And physically, he needs a jump shot. And Ben Simmons would be LeBron James. Well, I, see, that, that's – and I, I, I know this is not a debate show, Brian. I ain't trying to debate you, but uh, – I have to disagree. I don't think he's going to be LeBron James. I, I Like, I think he's going to be more – I think he's going to end up having a career more like a Magic Johnson than a LeBron James. And the reason I say that – and I, and that's not a knock on on him. I mean, hell, you're getting compared to two great players. Um, yeah, right. So, I mean, it's not necessarily a bad thing for him. But one thing about LeBron to me that's different from Ben Simmons is even though LeBron couldn't shoot, he shot that bit. <laughs> he was still shooting. Like, at least he shot it. Like, Ben Simmons, like, I can't shoot. So I ain't shooting it. Like, <laughs> that's mental. That's mental, too. That's a mental thing. Like, 
and that's why I say he, he has to get over that. You, you got to understand, okay, I'm I'm the guy on the team, and this is my team, so if we're going down, we're going down guns blazing. I'm going down guns blazing, you know. You just got to, sometimes you got to, he's a little too unselfish. We're going we gonna to come back to the, I'm telling you, like, at, at some point, we're going to have to come back to this overrated thing, especially sometime next season. I mean, that's a while from now, but we're definitely going to re- – this going to resurface. So, I, I can't wait to discuss it. Um, the Rockets and Jazz, they're actually playing right now as we're speaking. Um, and they can't win it right now, actually. Uh, the Rockets are actually winning. But they did lose a game in Houston. Um, do you think this is going to be a long series, or do you think they're going to probably knock them off in five? Yeah, I think that's coming to the end. And I really don't think they want to see the Warriors. Uh, I really don't think Houston want to see the Warriors either. Okay, that's perfect because I didn't even want to talk too much more about that series because for some reason, I don't know, when Utah involved in series, it's just just hard to talk a long time about them uh, right now. I start yawning. Yeah, it's like uh, like talking about the Spurs too long. It's like, all right. Oh, man, you're on the Spurs in the playoffs. Jesus Christ. Okay, so Warriors and Pelicans, man. Uh, the the Pels put a whooping on them the game three, but they got busted up today. Uh, I didn't think I, I had made a prediction on a on a on the episode after me and you had talked, and I was like, man, if if Steph Curry comes back after game five, it's over for the uh, the Warriors. Blah, blah, blah. <laughs> well, clearly he came back way before game five. And yeah. they, they didn't look like they even needed Steph Curry in game two. Um, yeah. Kevin yeah. Durant balled out. What, he had 38 today or something like that? 30 something. He, he had a lot of points. Yeah. yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, I blame I, you. You pissed Kevin Durant off, by the way. Uh, Go ahead. If, if, like, Kevin Durant, if you listening to this, bro, mad props to you, bro. Fly Pelicans fly, but mad props to you, bro. Like. <laughs> All respect now, bro. I'm telling you, all respect, bro. I'm not a blog boy, even though I'm a blog boy, like you say. You know, I mean, hey, I got respect for you, big dog. But uh, I wish he was listening to this show. Uh, <laughs> but uh, they, Let's see, man. I got to pull some strings. Uh, bro, I wish you could. Pull him. Pull him. <laughs> oh, please. Uh, give him for, for the call. Hey, hey, actually, bro, and I'm going to say this on the thing, bro, on, on here. Man, see if us, we got to see about getting Alfred on here, man. We got to talk to him, especially about this whole grandmother seeing him thing, bro. Like, we want to we talk to him <laughs> yeah. about this, bro. Uh, but uh, we clearly think, I, I'm pretty sure you believe that the Warriors are going to beat the Pelicans in this series, correct? Yes. Okay. Okay, so. Yeah, I think I agree. Um, so, we're we going to both say that the Rock is coming out. So, the Rock is going to play the Warriors. Um, do you think that's going to be a series that's going to go to seven? Or you think the Warriors going to dominate? Um, I'll I tell you this. James Harden going to have to be, be special for it to go to seven. He's going to have to be special. And I don't see him being special. I think it goes six. I think it goes six. The way the Warriors so, playing right now, bro. Man, look. I I think I think these I think people are exposing this this way that they play that the Rockets play. Yep. And, bro, I said this before, and it's one reason that I gotta take the Warriors over the Rockets, just in general. It don't matter the number of games. I just don't believe. And Dan Tony, Chris Paul, and James Harden. I don't believe in them. I don't believe in neither Man. one of them. Like, Man, that, that run, this style, that style don't work in, in the playoffs, man. The game gets slowed down so much. That up and down, going 140 points a game, that, it doesn't work. You have to score in the half court. And Chris Paul and James Harden 
don't really complement each other in a half court set. Once you show the game now, they don't really complement each other. I agree. They complement a player like Clint Capella. Like that's why you see him having the best because he got two elite ball handlers who distribute the ball. But you're not working. You don't complement your other superstar that well. I agree. Think about it. Yeah, I agree, man. I, I, I think they're gonna gentlemen sweep them, bro. I think I everybody. Five, man. I could see. I could see. People been hyping them so it. much, bro, and it's like, you know, hype is is real good. It's real good for the game. Don't get me wrong. You know, it even kind of changed me to think, okay, well, they may be that good. And then I start watching the Warriors really play, and I'm like, they really still got Kevin Durant, Steph Curry, Clay Thompson, Draymond Green. <laughs> Like, what you going to do with Kevin Durant? What you going to do with him? Like, bro, ain't no, look. Not a thing. Me and and my frat brothers, we got a group. We got a group chat. And we we discuss, we talk sports and stuff like that on the group chat. And somebody said uh, they need to take Drew Holiday off of Kevin Durant. And I'm like, well, who you going to, I'm thinking to myself as I'm reading it, who who you going to put on it don't matter. Does it matter? I mean, does it matter? You better go get God. Like, who you going to play? Right, that's what I was about to say. They tried AD today, did they? Yeah, for a couple plays, and he wet his eyes up, too. Yeah, yeah I was about to say, it doesn't. I mean, no don't. Guard this guy, he made it a little more difficult, but nobody could thought to do 6'11 with a handle and a jump shot. Like, ah, bruh. Like I'm watching him play today, and I'm like, I'm looking at him like, dog, this not even fair, bro. This not it even, is not. It's not really fair, dog. Like, he gonna probably to me, and this this might be something too. He he might be probably one of the most unique like players. Like when you look at his bill, when you look at the way he plays with his bill, like he probably gonna be one of the most unique scorers that we probably ever seen. Like I could, I could give you that. That that's not very far off at all. I think if Durant wouldn't have left OKC, he could have went down as top three best scorers ever in NBA. But he sacrificed a lot, you know, to win. Yeah. As far as numbers wise. Yeah. But had he stayed in OKC, just throwing up thirty one and thirty three a game for the next ten years, then yeah, man. Yeah, he definitely. I, I agree with that. He probably. Like they they still think that he can beat Kareem Abdul-Jabbar's numbers. That people still think that. I don't know his injury and stuff like that. Um, Yeah, I I don't know, bro. I look at it like the Rockets really got Chris Paul, who hasn't proved a damn thing in the NBA other than the fact that he's a pretty good point guard. Um, to me, he like slick side like the Carmelo Anthony of point guards, but that's for for another day. Okay, I'm just telling you. I'm not, being honest. I'm you can actually. This, this not, not a. Because it makes a lot of sense. That's why I'm not doing. <laughs> it. <laughs> this not. This not. This not a. This not a. Some I'm just making up just for, just for click value. And I've been saying this about Chris Paul. A lot of people don't agree with me. It is what it is. He's a. I think he's a good player. I don't believe in it. James Harden. He has less years to. That he has proven what he has proven, but he still hasn't proven anything. So, I don't believe in it. Dan, Dan Tony ain't even nothing to talk about. Now, only one series, I think Dan Tony got bamboozled when he was with the Suns. And Bruce Bowen was kneeing uh, Steve Nash and us and stuff like that. Oh, other than that, yeah. I think they kind of got bamboozled that series. They probably should have went to the finals. But other than that, I don't they know. Probably they probably should have. Yeah, I remember that series. Yeah, so... It's just hard for me to think that anything good gonna come of that. But so I, I, I gotta go a little further with this, all right? Because after okay. LeBron made this shot, you know, uh, the internet world went was set on fire. All of a sudden, he the goat. He best player all the time. He better than Michael Jordan. All this hit crazy. Okay, so I ha- so I have to ask a question that pertains to this, right? Uh, if LeBron James can make it to the finals this year. And let's just say, hypothetically, hypoth- clearly this is a hypothetical, right? And he uh-huh. wins against either Houston or Golden State, whoever comes out that series. Where does that place him in the GOAT combo with this team? It 
places hip. I what though. He plays them differently depending on the beat. He beats Houston. Houston or Golden the State. Them up and down. But Golden State, by Golden State being, in my eyes, the best team I've ever saw. It's in of my era, I'll say. I consider Michael Jordan slightly ahead, like slightly before my era, really, per se. But because I didn't watch him from start to finish of his Ah, uh, okay. On respect. I, I'm so, saying what, yeah. So, Golden State, this Golden State team is the best team I've ever saw. Period. Not saying this particular season, but this core, this starting four, if you want to go equal dollar, and five. That's the best team I ever saw. So if LeBron beats that team, I think it puts him in another stratosphere. Like it, it, it launches him. Uh, it puts him right on on Kobe's doorstep. You know, maybe. Uh, oh, yeah. Okay. Okay. <laughs> okay. I'm not doing this with you. Knocking on, knocking on Kobe's door, like, hey man, I got my bags. Okay. Know? Okay. They got, well, they got to sleep on the couch. Kobe okay. might let him and I let him sleep on that couch. Okay. Okay, well, before I know before we before we actually started this podcast, me and you spoke and uh about Kobe, uh, and you say you have watched some of his uh, detail show, right? Yes, I have. I have. Um, I saw something really interesting. Speaking of Lamar, as a matter of fact. Okay. Um, Kobe was was discussing. He did. He dropped. He had an episode right after this game on the LeBron hit yesterday, and um, earlier today he was talking about the evolution of LeBron's game. And he was saying why LeBron is so effective at this stage in his career and why it doesn't look like a drop-off is because the coaching LeBron has now, they've smartened up. They don't give the ball to LeBron 30, 40 feet away from the basket and run a pick-and-roll set and LeBron has to drive with a hit of steam to the goal. That, that wears your body up. Mm-hmm. No one can do that for 43, 45 minutes a game night in and night out. So, they've learned to run different plays and different sets to get LeBron the ball at the elbow. And at the elbow, he has the option to take maybe one dribble and pull up for an easy jumper or to run some action in the, out of the post where he draws the double team and able to kick it to an open defender. I mean, an open player. Right. So, that is in itself is extending LeBron's career. Kobe said if he had to guard that, he would stop letting LeBron go to his left. I found that real interesting considering LeBron is a right-handed player. But Kobe says LeBron loves to attack to his left. And I noticed a lot of those shots, if you think about it, his two game-winning shots, he was moving to his left. He caught the inbound at the top of the key for the first one, took two dribbles to his left and let it fly. And it went in. And on the, the last shot yesterday, he took the ball up court straight down with his left hand and shot a right hand floater off of the glass. Yeah. So I guess, you know, maybe going stopping LeBron from going to his left so much would increase, you know, his chances of missing or maybe passing out of it before he wants to. Well, even Kyle Lowry, uh the great Kyle Lowry even spoke about that. Um, <laughs> he even said that we all knew he was going the to his Kyle left. <laughs> He said we all knew he was going to his left. As he said that, like on that last when he they 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 interviewed him about that last shot, and he was like, "Well, we knew he was going to his left." Um, so, oh really? Yeah, he he spoke on it too. It's like they, I guess that's like that's like one of those uh, those things that's just about LeBron that you know the world is finally understanding. And even as a fan, I guess because I've seen him actually go to the right, and he you know he could score with either hand as far as at the at the goal. At he the rim, does, yeah. yeah, at the rim, yeah. So he he does, uh, you know, score both ways. So it's hard for me to just pinpoint that. But mm-hmm. now that you're saying it, Kobe said it, the great Kyle Lowry said it. Like, I mean, it must be the, the truth. Great, yeah, the great Kyle Lowry. I mean, oh, after Game sure. Three, Kyle Lowry was the greatest player on the Raptors team. I mean, <laughs> when, when the last time we said that? Or have we ever said <laughs> that? <laughs> Time all stuff, man. I don't understand why he gets ridiculed. <laughs> yeah, I bet. I bet you don't. <laughs> I bet you don't, bro. I bet you don't understand it. I know I don't. I don't understand why he all star that much, but 
I mean, hey, we don't understand a lot of things. So I guess it just don't need to be explained, man. But uh, I think uh, I think COVID got got a point. I will say this. This fadeaway game that he didn't just recently feel like it feel like he recently developed. I feel like he been hitting them for a while, but it's like now they way more consistent than usual. Because I used to be like, no, no. Okay, he came in. Then I'd be like, bro, why don't you take that shot? Because he like step back, yeah. fade away three pointers and shit back in the day. And I'd be like, hit this man go, bro. He's the remake of That's what you saying, right? You say he been what? been in that Kobe handbook. Yeah, uh, uh, yeah. Let, I mean, let, let's just let's just keep it real. Let's just let's why are we, why are we keeping it real about the Kobe handbook. Kobe took some wild shots like that that did not go in, just like LeBron. Took. <laughs> like, Kobe took some amazingly wild oh, shots like that, man. but Kobe had clearly had a way better fadeaway game for a longer period of time than the boy LeBron has. I mean, that's not for question. You know, that's not even up for debate. But his his fadeaway game has gotten ridiculous now, man. Hey, I knew he was gonna have to add it to his arsenal sooner or later, man. It's, it's just what you need for the longevity aspect of your game. Do you think he fade away? It, well, maybe not. I guess that's that's probably a stupid question to say. Do you think he fade away too far because he makes it? But it's almost like. You already six so nine. You you ain't gotta <laughs> jump that far back. Yeah. And you know yeah. what I think they also did, bro. I think What's they that? said Jr. I think LeBron set him down and say, "You not me or Kobe. Shoot straight up. <laughs> Stop fading away, bro. Jump straight in the air and shoot the ball. Cause you're you not know, gonna make the fadeaways. One leg, one leg drifting. I don't. What the hell is I supposed to be doing? Bro, man, I don't get it, dog. I don't get it, bro. But uh, but he actually a pretty good shooter, though. When you know when he squared up and taking a good shot, bro. What happened? I, 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 bro, we we ain't got too much longer with this. But what happened to the Jr. Smith that actually had the confidence to go to the goal? Like, that's crazy. That his game changed that much, like. He didn't even get old in his game change. He just stopped using his athleticism. Like, he wasn't athletic anymore or something like that. I, I don't like, know. I look at him, and I, I mean, I know he don't have the best handles in the world. But he, the dude almost won a dunk contest. I don't know. People people don't remember that he exactly. was in a dunk contest. Yeah. And he was like, yeah. he did the behind the back and under the, yeah. under the leg dunk and all that. Like, yeah. I mean, under the, under both legs, like under like a chair yeah. type style. Like, like he's sitting down, yeah. Yeah, yeah. like. Dude, athletic. Like I don't get why he just like oh, I can't. I can't get past nobody no more. You can still if LeBron can still get past people. No, LeBron a uh, freaking. If D Wade can still get past people. Uh, Correct. I mean, whoever else you want to call, they got a lot of people that slow that get past people, bro. I mean, yeah, they got a lot of, yeah. Al Horford was Genobly. burning uh, Joel Embiid. Ginobili is eighty years old. <laughs> <laughs> Ginobili needs some some BB Judy miracle drops, dog. <laughs> That's what Ginobili needs, bro. He need to be oh, he need to go sponsor. He need to be a sponsor for that shit, dog. I'm telling you, when he retire, he could be on all of the real BB Judy miracle drops commercials, dog. I'm telling you, he could do them all. Hilarious. But uh, bro, uh, again, bro, thank you, bro, for being on here, bro. Uh, you know, no being our basketball expert, uh, I think we got a lot covered in this uh, episode. We're going to see how these playoffs turn out, man, and um, if LeBron going to, you know, go ahead and surpass Jordan like everybody's saying. Uh, uh, I'm excited. You know, excited. Uh, the Rockets going to do an epic failure and be who they are <laughs> in the players that they have, and Chris Paul still remain to be that mediocre great point guard that he is, and uh, you know, Kyle Lowry gonna be the great Kyle Lowry. Like we are gonna see if all this stuff you know come to pass. If if Ben Simmons is under overrated, because I think he oh, is. Oh God! I checked, I checked out. Now. That's the one that put it over the top. That's the one. I'm, uh, I get a lot of backlash. I'm sending all the hate mail your way. Hey, send it my Everybody way. Know that. I want it because 
it's good for conversation. And people need to understand that I don't care. <laughs> I don't care. I don't care. Like, if I, that's my thoughts. Like, you got yours, I got mine. you're right, though, you'll look like a genius. You'll look like a genius if you're right, though. If you call it right, you'll look I'm like a genius. I'm, I'm, I'm going to tell you that. I'm telling you, Errol, Errol Naismith, bro. I'm telling you. If they gonna call me if I'm right about that, but either way, bro. Like again, bro, I appreciate it, dog. You got it. Hey, bro, people don't I ain't get a chance to ask you this last time. You got like a you you wanna put out your your Instagram handle or your Twitter handle or something like that for the people to know who you how to, you know, find you and stuff. Oh yeah, that's that's pretty good. Facebook is Rashad McGinnis, R E S H A A D McGinnis, M C G I N N I S and my Instagram handle is Captain Classic, all K K A P T A I N K L E S S I K. Follow you, boy. Cool, cool. I'll make we make sure we're gonna make sure we get them to follow you. Um, anything else you wanna let the people know, bro? anything you wanna just put out into the world, anything you gotta say? Witness witness history, man. Go to state, best thing ever. About to be the best dynasty ever. You probably absolutely right about that. Now that's one thing I won't argue with. <laughs> Kevin Durant, bro. And like I said, when you get a chance, bro, go check out Bill Simmons podcast. Go find. I'm headed over right now, man. Go do it, bro. But all right, bro. I really appreciate you, dog. I really do. Thank no you so problem, much, bro. bro. Hit me up, man. We gotta talk. Definitely, dog. Definitely, we'll be we'll be in touch, dog. Y'all and yes, the sir. listeners, y'all be blessed. Yes, sir. All right.